Hey, thanks for listening to the Amlin In The Mix podcast. Here, you'll find all the latest in music technology, software and hardware, interviews and more. Also, don't forget to check out the Amlin In The Mix YouTube channel today. Now, let's get into the podcast. I used to think of my life as a trap star. I used to think of my life as a trap star. Record on the beat, put it on the Hey guys, and welcome back to Season 3, Episode 21 of the Emlyn in the Mix podcast. As we move along this year, 2022, smashing this year along. And I hope you've had an amazing week, whatever you've been doing. Welcome back to this podcast. What is this podcast about? Yes, it is about music technology, music gear, music hardware, music software, anything music related. We cover it here on the podcast. And because there's so many products and software and hardware alike that gets released on a week-to-week basis, I try to filter that down to just a few products which I think are definitely worthy of a mention. And I don't just try to shove them down your throat. This podcast is merely here as an inspiration to show you inspirational tools that perhaps you could either look at getting or maybe you already have those tools in your hands that you could replicate or recreate the stuff that we look at today. But mainly, I just look at things that are going to help you get creative in the studio and make your life easier as a studio musician or musician. Whatever it is that you do, I'm here to help you. That's what Emlyn in the Mix stands for as a podcast. And with all of that... Please make sure to support this podcast if you've been loving it, if you're a regular listener, because I know I have a bunch of you guys that listen on a week-to-week basis. Support link down below. You can shout me a coffee. I've already smashed my coffee for today. It was delicious. So thank you for your support. And just if you're watching this Simulcast podcast, which is on YouTube as well, yes, we're a podcast, but we're also Simulcast on YouTube. Thank you so much. Just watching the video is support as well. And you can leave a comment in the comment section down below. Love reading your thoughts on what we cover. And in today's podcast, we have some pretty exciting news. A little bit still, we're a little bit feeling like a calm before the storm here. I really feel like there's some stuff brewing in the background. I mean, there is a lot of things brewing in the background. And we can see that where there's smoke, of course, there is fire. But we don't have official sort of release on any huge news at least that's probably kept under wraps that we know about here on the podcast and with that what i mean is that you know huge hardware drops because we had super booth a couple of weeks weeks ago now and we did get a lot of synthesizer hardware but i'm still i'm still hanging around for some of the bigger companies to maybe drop and i when i say that i'm looking at you isotope and native instruments let's see what you're going to do this year will they do anything who knows but without further ado let's get on to what has been exciting this week and what is new and baby audio has come with the goods this is just a quick little update here if you are a baby audio fan or you already have their software they've just updated all of their plugins this is huge they've probably been working on it for a little while now but they've just updated it all to have the apple m1 chip apple silicon support all the plugins work natively now so if you run that computer system in your studio you can now enjoy the benefits of having native silicon support which just means your plugins are going to run faster more efficiently and they're going to use all of that power that 
you know, that M1 chip actually has. This is really cool. I love Baby Audio plugins. We've covered them here heaps on the podcast, heaps here on the YouTube channel as well. No kickback for me, just I'm a pure fanboy of Baby Audio. And as I said at the start of this podcast, I filter down the best products for you to know about. If you haven't checked out Baby Audio, head over to the Baby Audio website and check out their plugins. They're phenomenal. And I'm sure if you just, after this podcast, of course, you went over to YouTube and just looked at baby audio plugins you'll see they have a huge following now they're doing really well all right this next piece of news this next piece of news may be a little bit depressing to some or it may be exciting because yes not another subscription service i know i know and it doesn't mean you have to do this i just wanted to show you guys maybe this is going to be a controversial subject i i personally am not going to get this but I do want to mention it because this is to do with UVI. And UVI makes some pretty creative, very nice instruments and sample-based instruments and very inspirational, actually. We've covered them on the channel in the past. I haven't done anything recently. And I guess this is the only sort of more recent newsworthy news that's to, to have come out of UVI. But it seems to be this is a popular, unfortunately... I have to say, unfortunately, because this is now becoming a popular business model to have a subscription service. Now, we can complain as consumers, but at the end of the day, these companies that we talk about and all the companies that I talk about on this podcast in particular, they're businesses, okay? And at the end of the day, the thing that matters most is the dollar. Is the dollar coming through the door for these businesses? Can they continue to operate? And as a business model, if you think about it, a subscription service serves the needs of continuing dollars coming through those doors. They can predict. They know there's new money coming all the time. Does UVI warrants to have a subscription service. I think they do. They they are niche. And the thing, my viewpoint on subscription services is that if you're going to have one, just have one, have the one that you need or like the most. And I know that might be hard because there's so many awesome software and music software and hardware companies out there, I know that might be hard to just pick one, but I think if you were to do it, just do one because who needs multiple subscription services? That's just me. I could be completely wrong. Maybe there's producers out there that have got five, ten of these subscription services rolling on monthly and they have everything they need, okay? So maybe I'm wrong and maybe that is the way of the future. But as a business model, this works for companies. Now, all of that aside, what do you get in UVIs? And they're calling it Sonic Pass. And they're, they're, it's amazing they're coming out with, with all these names. Like you had, what was it? Universal Audio have Spark. I think it's Spark and a bunch of others. I'm surprised as Native Instruments has it too now, I think. And a bunch of others. I think Isotope has it. Anyway, let's see what you get with Sonic Pass. So it's the unlimited access to all, this is pretty good, it's all of UVI's software tools. So you get a thousand instruments and effects plugins, 30,000 handcrafted presets, and more than 1.5 million, that's, that's nuts, <laughs> 1.5 million samples. I actually didn't read that bit before the podcast. That's a lot of samples, damn. That could be your end all and be all. Let's have a quick little listen and a watch here to UVI sounds 
Actually, this is what's included in the Sonic Pass. Let's blow it up there for you. Falcon. Okay, they have an annual plan as well, so you can set and forget, forget for the year. And, I mean, look, I guess, you know, the thing about subscription plans is that over just buying an individual plugin, I mean, if you just want everything, it does... I, I don't think it works out cheaper in the long run, but in the, you know, the short run, <laughs> if that's a word... Uh, it's it will of course be cheaper than just buying one plugin for like three hundred dollars, and UVI could be your end all and be all. It really depends on what you're a fan of. UVI do make some fantastic emulations, as I said before. They make some very creative instruments and inspirational sampled instruments. And I mean, look, I, I'm obviously not a fan of subscription services, and I don't know many people that are. But as an effective way of getting into something cheaply, you know, it's a good way to do it. Yeah, there's Slate Digital did it as well. I think they're all, they've all gone onto this business model. It must work because they're continuing to do it. Reason did it. I know there was a lot of kickback when Reason did it. They've all been there. I think this is it, guys. This is we just have to give in to the fact that this is the future. This is how it's done. But my just the way I suggest that it gets done again is I think you got to just choose which one and just choose one. Because if you had like if you had this for example, you've got everything you need anyway. Or the other way, actually, the other way, and I saw a very smart comment, I think it was on my YouTube channel, actually, Emlyn in the Mix, hashtag subscribe now, why haven't you done that? Damn, that's a long hashtag. Um, is jump in, do the thing you need to do. Like, this is what I meant. This, is, this was the comment. Like, you subscribe, right? Subscribe, you pay that $25, whatever it is for the month, do what you want to do, mess around with those instruments for one month, make the track, get the project done, and jump out, baby. And you've just had access to all of this goodness, and you've only paid $25. That's pretty smart if you do it that way. Let's think outside the square. How can we beat the system, guys? How can we? No, I'm just kidding. But look, again, these businesses, they got to make money, and this is a smart, easy way for them. Well, not... Yeah, I guess it's easy. It it's a it gives prediction, guys. Prediction. People need prediction. Emlyn in the mix needs prediction. I need your support. You got to hit that support link down below on a regular monthly basis. I mean, you don't really, but I I would love that. That that would help. That would give me encouragement to keep going for you guys. I, I do hope this podcast helps you. At the end of the day, I literally I don't make much money from this podcast. Let's be real, guys. But the support would help. I would definitely love that. All right, let's move on. Native Instruments, new instrument. This is interesting. This looks kind of cool, actually. I like the sound. This is a, it's, it's called Motherboard. 
and it's a homage to retro futuristic sounds of Detroit Electro. Now, Detroit Electro is something which, from my understanding, is was started in the early 80s, maybe with the breakdance uh, sort of explosion, the breakdance scene. But as far as retro futuristic sounds of Detroit Electro goes, that's where I get a little bit lost. And I think that maybe this is a new genre or subgenre that is coming back. But let's have a quick listen here to Motherboard because when I heard this, this sounds... This is poppin'. Let's have a listen to this. Oh yeah. How good. Yeah, I don't want this to stop. I'm pop locking. Wow. Imagine breaking to this. Oh, hell yeah. That is a great sounding expansion pack right there. Is this a genre that's coming back? I have no idea, but I almost felt like if you're watching the video there, I was popping, I was locking, I was doing the robot. I wasn't, no, I wasn't really. Booming analog beats, funky chords, stabs, and gritty Fakoda chops sampled from vintage machines. That's pretty cool. 46 machine kits, 40 massive presets, 22 monarch presets, 354 loops, 214 one-shots and more. Fresh utopian futurism. Damn, I am loving these adjectives here being used by Native Instruments especially in this particular expansion pack, because I'm just loving this expansion pack, of course. Motherboard is a modern take on the electro phenomenon, phenomenon, can't even speak, phenomenon that erupted from the debris of Detroit. Machine music that contoured dreams of a utopian future, sampled from vintage machines. This expansion explores the evolving interfaces between human and technology, beam the iconic sounds back to earth with acid chirps, stop-start rhythms, talk bock, talk box vocal chops butchering this whole thing hey and every imaginable flavor of classic electro motherboard is the vessel you need to generate everything from funky break beats to sci-fi soundscapes and motherboard was created in collaboration with alex kidd not familiar with alex kidd but sounds pretty dope and if you made that demo there alex kidd that was fresh as anything so you get included 354 loops 393 drum samples 241 shots you get 49 battery kits 46 machine kits synth presets wise you get 40 of the massive presets and 22 of monarchs presets and then if you're a machine user you get 240 patterns 15 drum synth presets 12 instruments three bass bass synth presets and 11 projects all in all that's 77 kicks 77 snares in terms of drum samples 25 claps 
17 cymbals, 120 hi-hats, 39 percussions, 4 shakers, 34 toms, and it's a 1.5 gigabyte installer size. If you like that, I'm going to have a link in the description down below, affiliate link. Click the link. If you like it, you'll be doing yourself a favor by getting this awesome, freaking awesome expansion and supporting the Emlyn in the Mix podcast. All right, so this came in this week. The review, and this comes from our friends at musictech.com. Shout out to musictech, musictech.com for delivering excellent, excellent news on music technology and music gear. If you like to read, yes, if you like to read on a website, which is kind of old school now, isn't it? That's an Is that an old school thing to do rather than just listen to your this smooth, smooth vocal tones of Mr. Emlyn here from Emlyn in the Mix. Just kidding. But musictech.com do deliver good reviews and trustworthy reviews, I would say, uh, when they review gear. And they've just released their review of the Apple Mac Studio, which is we spoke about earlier this year when that dropped. That was pretty exciting for studio musicians and musicians alike because this is a powerhouse. And it, what's interesting, and we spoke about this when this got released, is this is not even the pro version. They even hinted to the fact that there's going to be a pro version of this, which boggles the mind because this, <laughs> this thing has pro spec, has pro specs. Anyway, Mac Studio dropped and Music Tech are giving it a 9 out of 10. That is a very good review. So let's see the verdict, the positives here. Entry-level spec offers a lot of audio producers in terms of performance, a solid selection of physical ports for all sorts of creatives, runs huge door projects without breaking a sweat, and very quiet even under sustained load. And some of the negatives were RAM and SSD upgrades get pricey very fast. Classic Apple classic apple and the fans are quiet but are more than expected albeit at a low level so maybe they were a bit surprised they could even hear fans because i know that i've got the m1 uh laptop here and there's no i've never heard the fan i maybe i don't push it enough i mean i don't do those 50 track door projects anyway but i do run a lot of plugins and i I like to almost work solely in MIDI with the instruments. So I'm running literally a bunch of virtual instruments and plugins, like a lot actually, in my opinion, which I think is a lot. And the M1 handles it no problem. I have not had any breakdowns or CPU crashes at all. And at most, maybe my biggest project in terms of tracks, not that big, maybe 20, but plugin wise, we're probably nearly at like 80 plugins or something like that like processing and instruments and everything else and barely any audio which doesn't use well depends on the project but doesn't use as much ram as say the the plugins and the virtual instruments anyway i digress what i'm saying is m1 chip is very powerful perfect for studio musicians now let's just have a quick read of the review here and if you want to read more of it, you can head over to musictech.com. But a 9 out of 10, pretty good choice award here. Are you going to be getting one? I mean, it is a it is a sexy looking machine. It's not 
really there for looking at though because you're going to have your screen you're going to be in there working on it it's more about the performance so i'll just read a little bit back here for you so in the run-up to its launch apple kept the mac studio under wraps in a way that's almost impossible with its iphones and subject as they are to frenzied speculation across the consumer tech press the mac studio however is a more creative folk creator focused machine and is therefore relatively niche even when even within the mac lineup and Mac represents a much smaller slice of Apple's gargantuan profits than the iPhone and the company's service arm. Pro-grade Macs have long been the choice of many creative professionals, and that's something the company is willing to devote considerable resources to maintaining. And that's one thing, of course, that creatives and professionals alike love Apple for, is that they deliver the goods that they want so the mac studio name has arrived with intent it is the mac for creative musicians photographers filmmakers designers and even coders that want the desktop experience with more ports and need to go beyond what the current imac can do and although the imac is a beautiful machine for less demanding users but tops out an, at an 8-core standard M1 and 16 gigabyte of RAM, the Mac Mini 2 is fine for everyday users but lacks the grunt the studio offers. So the Mac Studio starts, and this is in British pounds here because Music Tech is a British uh, company, is uh, £2,000 or £1,999 and boasts promising specs. You get the Mac and a power lead but have the have to add your own keyboard and mouse or trackpad and screen anyway the review goes on it's a really nicely written of course because it's always it always is with mac i uh, sorry with music tech but check it out they're giving it a nine out of ten and i thought i'd mention that because we did we obviously we broke the news here we were the first to break now we weren't really the first we spoke about the mac studio already i think it's a desirable music studio machine that would benefit you would benefit from having something like this if you needed more power especially if you were the type of person that was running hundreds of plugins inside a project and especially cpu intensive plugins this thing's going to help you it can just chew through it with that the m1 chip especially if everything's running natively which as you saw at the start of this podcast a lot of these software companies are going more and more native and it's very good to see let's get along to our next piece of exciting news that happened this last week although it was a quiet week but this is pretty cool novation just dropped the launch key 88 so it's a premium 88 note midi keyboard for expressive music creation the launch key 88 has a premium semi-weighted keybed and tight door integration as novation do that makes creating songs feel great so you can expand your musical vocabulary with inspirational creative tools and make music without limits you should check this out if you need a nice expressive piano size keybed this is gonna deliver novation make quality 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 I don't know why I said it so many times. MIDI controllers. One of my first actual MIDI controllers was... Oh, I've forgotten the name of it. I think it was the Novation uh, Launch Key MK2 or something like that. But it was the one that had... It was so cool for its time, actually. This is going back 15, 16 years ago. I think it was around 2005. That's even more now, isn't it? 17 years. Anyway, it had the little LCD screens. Like I had like 10 of them and it was... It was actually a very nicely built MIDI controller. The keys was were the some of the best I had because I even have like a Nord Wave 
uh, the original Nord Wave, which has an incredible keyboard, but the somehow the Novation MIDI controller, which costs like an eighth of that thing, had a better keyboard. Which I I don't know. Novation, whatever they do or however they've sourced their materials, have seem to have always done a really quality job. Anyway, play expressively. Launch Key 88 feels great. Made for expressive performance. Our premium semi-weighted keybed is set apart from the rest of the Launch Key range. Optimized for a responsive feel and tactile feedback. Designed for the player. Launch Key 88 is set up to capture every detail and intuitive integration as you know it's got the beat pads there if you just feel inspired to make some beats and you got sliders and knobs and all of that so you got that door integration with the play stop preset you know it's going to be good novation if you like novation i think you're going to like this 88 key also says here no computer needed so launch key works standalone so you can play any instrument with feeling with or without a computer and the arpeggiator scale and chords modes and chord modes and custom modes can bring any midi compatible hardware to life that's pretty nice there so you don't even need to be plugged into the computer look mum no computer here I am playing the Novation Key 88 and I'm not plugged in. Actually, it's funny. I dropped that because there is actually a company called, I love that name, Look Mum, No Computer. Uh, hopefully, we'll get to speak about them on the podcast at some future dates. Anyway, it's got a bunch of included software. I just thought this was a cool hard. This is probably our biggest hardware drop that I saw this last week, but it's still a good one. I mean, everyone, not everyone, but some studio producers desire or prefer to have these semi-weighted 88 key keybeds you don't have to have a piano these things are good because they don't take up too much space but then you get that expressive playability okay no mpe but that's we're not talking about mpe here all right let's move along i don't, I, I don't know let's just go all right this is ik multimedia ik multimedia working hard in the background not featured on the podcast as often as you might think, although they've just released a few bombs this last week. And this one was no exception. I want to speak about this. And then, of course, our big product, Motobase 2, which we're going to speak about next, which if you've come to watch the video, is probably the title of this podcast on YouTube. But I thought this was cool because they just dropped the Joe Cecherali vocal strip. I hope I'm not I hope I'm saying his surname correctly. I actually don't know. But anyway, if you don't know who Joe Cecharelli is, he's literally a Grammy-winning producer who is he's touting this as an IK Multimedia, some of the best emulators on the planet, uh, software emulators. They do some of the best software emulation. And in terms of analog and, you know, that sort of thing. Joe Cecharelli being a Grammy Award-winning producer of uh, countless hits from, like, Alton John and the White Stripes. I think it's White, yeah, White Stripes and so forth. He's released this vocal chain. So if you're someone who mixes a lot of vocals or someone who needs quick, easy mixing of vocals, this could be your one-stop shop, and that's why I wanted to show you. Now, I know Joe Cecharelli has done, you know, other branded plugins for waves and so forth and maybe some other companies are i don't know i definitely know waves he's done some stuff from waves but he's touting this as your one-stop vocal chain shop and <laughs> stop anyway ik multimedia announces joe chicharelli vocal strip for t-rex reproduced in a single plugin in the grammy winnings produces unique vision and formula for crafting attention grabbing engaging vocals and having produced a mix countless hits for artists ranging from alton john to the white stripes joe has perfected his parallel processing techniques to enhance the emotional impact of each vocal performance joe chicharelli vocal 
vertical strip models, Joe's go-to chain of high-end analog output outboard gear, custom signal flow, and unique know-how to deliver an incredible level of control and character to any style of vocal tracks. Anyway, I thought this was pretty cool to check out, and I just wanted to make a note of it because IK Multimedia releasing and dropping. There's some, been some other cool little things going on in the background at IK Multimedia. We spoke about them last week with the release of the Quattro, which is their four sort of uh, input audio interface you know, for podcasting, field recording, so forth. But this was definitely a worthy mention, mention because if you need a good vocal chain, I'm sure this would deliver Joe Cecciarelli vocal strip. And I'm going to play back the video there because it's a little bit long. But if you do want to check that out, head over to ikmultimedia.com. But our big news here for the week, and we're here now, this is Moto Bass is actually my favorite go-to bass plugin. I... I hands down i use motorbase quite a lot actually i probably use it on at least every second track and now they've just announced this is so exciting they've just announced ik multimedia's motorbase 2 motorbase 2.0 now is a free update for those who are actually i think it's just is it free right, correct me if i'm wrong could be completely wrong but if you are a motorbase owner there is a free update to motorbase 2 but there is a catch because they do have, if you want to get full access to all of the instruments in the new Motorbase 2, you do need to pay an upgrade fee, which we'll get to in a second. So IK Multimedia releases Motorbase 2, the next level edition of IK's award-winning physical modeled bass virtual instrument, adding eight new bases, including new fretless and upright options, a brand new pattern section with thousands of grooves, advanced performance controls, and more ways to enter the Motorbase bass world and producers know how important it is to have a great sounding baseline now motor bass 2 offers even more realism and the stunning sounds of sought after electric and double basses being played by master musicians all with the convenience of a plug-in virtual instrument now why is motor bass my favorite plugin because it just sounds so damn good and i'm gonna jump we're gonna jump over we're gonna do a little live demo with this today so you can just hear how good motorbase actually sounds and of course we're showing you motorbase 2 today so you get a limitless variety i'll just read some of the features here with motorbase 2 and then we'll jump over to our live demo motorbase 2 includes the 14 original iconic bases plus eight exciting new ones so there was 14 in the original motorbase now they've added eight new ones and that that's where the upgrade comes in because if you want to unlock those eight exciting new ones you need to pay an upgrade fee if you had motorbase originally so for a total of up to 22 bases included to cover any style of music there are six new electric models featuring two legendary fretless basses plus two double bass instruments and with the power of motorbase synthesis users can turn any standard four string electric bass into a five or six string bass for unmatched sonic options and you got fretless freedom, double basses are here. The, you've got enhanced performance. But I think let's just get let's get onto the live demo so you can have a quick listen. All right, so we got how good is that? I got Motorbase Two up here for you guys in my little live demo. I'm going to show you. I got some keys over here as well, which are off the camera. If you're watching us on YouTube, you won't be able to see that. But you can hear I'm playing it. Thank you. 
So I think if you are or you are aware of Motorbase, you know that the sound is pretty much spot on. Motorbase 2, in terms of Sonic, it kind of sounds the same as the original Motorbase, if I'm going to be real with you. It sounds great, which is good that they didn't change anything, actually, because Motorbase was perfect. So pretty much it's the same. you got your same models here. You can change through them. And I think that... Ah, uh, there you go. You just saw if you're watching on YouTube there, I tried to click on this punk bass here, but that's part of the uh, upgrade. you got to upgrade to get that one. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you've got all your original... you got your original basses here from the original motor bass, so you're not missing out your modern J bass, devil bass. Exactly. All of those. Some of the new things here, the GUI, of course, is updated. It looks really nice. But down here now, you got play mode, so you can actually press play. And it will play back using that bass. I can, of course, change my model. And the other cool thing I've always loved about motor bass is you can actually change the way it's played. So you got pick, or you can do slap. So you got slap and do a bit of muting as well. So you get some, you know, just totally change the way it's it's played, which is really cool. We can go through here, get some different. Let's see, let's try. Go back to model. There's a blues bridge there. P bass, 70s bass, 70s J bass. And then you can, of course, change even your strings. You can go over to your electronics, change your electronics. What can we do and change it there? It totally changes the sound, right? Studio-wise, you can go and change your amp model from solid state to tube. Gives it a totally different sound. Sounds great, right? Like, this is the best bass-sounding emulation or bass-sounding instrument that I know of that I just freaking love. And again, I use it in nearly every track that I write these days. But I love that they've added these patterns here. Play it back in your door, you know, and... And you can also choose by genre here as well. Jazz. Okay, that's part of the upgrade. But you get the idea. I mean, look, if you were to upgrade, you'd have access to all of this stuff. Choose by genre and then section and play style. I, I think this is very cool that they've added that. And then, of course, you could change your key here as well. Um, and it would, it would select which pattern is available in that key and your signature and so forth as well. Very nice addition to Motobase, but I think the main thing to take away with the Motobase 2 is that it's included as part of the upgrade. If you do get the upgrade, is you get the Punk Bass here, you got the Fretless Jazz, Fretless Bassman, Fusion J Bass, the Horn Bass, and then you got these two uprights, so your cellos, your Studio Upright, and your Rockabilly, which look amazing. Was going to play the video back for you today, but for some reason it wasn't working but motorbase 2 is here i think it's a worthy upgrade i mean it's free if you got motorbase originally i mean and if you haven't checked out motorbase at all you definitely need to check it out they've done some other small sort of fine adjustments to this update like down here you can select between either just having the fret or you can have you can see your keys here so i can see I can just see my keyboard down the bottom there, or if you want to have fret, then you can see which notes are actually being played. 
can turn your velocity up down here. And the GUI is resizable, which it was on Motorbase 1 anyway. But overall, the GUI looks much better. And sonically, it sounds the same, except unfortunately, I don't have the full version here, so we can't check out these eight, which we will do in a future video, of course. I think overall, the additions of having these patterns is very, very, very good. And it looks like you can just drag and drop them, which was... I don't know. You didn't even have this option before. You know, look, look at that. Just drag it in. If you can see that on Ableton Live. There you go. How good is that? I just dragged it in here. And then I've got the MIDI for that that MIDI file. I wonder if I can do the ones which I'm not allowed to. No, you got to upgrade for that. Okay, that's fine. All right, guys. I think it's a good... Look, this is a good update. And if you haven't checked out Motobase before, you definitely should do yourself a favor. Check it out. Motobase, one of the best sounding bass emulation instruments in fact i would even say the best on the planet because i don't know anyone else that's done a really good bass plugin like this and the upgrade looks fantastic with the eight new instruments it's all good they didn't change it which is sonically they didn't change it which is probably a good thing because it was already perfect all right guys what did you think of today's podcast we covered baby audios m1 update the max studios review uvi subscription service are you going to be getting that the expansion pack motherboard link down below to get yourself a copy of that because who wouldn't want that it sounds so freaking good is the launch key novation 88 key necessary do you need one one is is are you happy that they've released that and what do you think of motorbase 2 guys i know it was a little bit of a quieter week i got it and now is just around the corner i'm sure that there are people who are or these companies are stockpiling their software and hardware waiting to get them out for you in just a few weeks time not even a few weeks is it next week i think it might already be next week which is crazy to think yeah i think it may be just next week or just around the corner Anyway, I digress. Thank you so much for joining me. Stay creative. Have an awesome week and get in the studio. Make a song. I don't know. Get out of your head. Just get in the studio. It will help you. You can create and find inspiration with my podcast and the YouTube channel. Head over to Emlyn in the Mix right now. Hashtag subscribe to Emlyn in the Mix. Like this video if you liked it. I don't know. I'm blabbing on now, but that's because I love you guys. You guys are the best. Thanks for joining me and I'm out. Peace out. Boo. Hey, thanks for listening to the Emlyn In The Mix podcast. Here, you will find all the latest in music technology, software and hardware, interviews and more. Also, don't forget to check out the Emlyn In The Mix YouTube channel today. Till next time, keep it real.